Hello and welcome to Take a Break with Caroline. And Linus. I'm Caroline Milton. I'm the owner of Milton Coaching Collective and I'm the energy engineer. I help individuals and organizations implement stress management and burnout prevention strategies. And I'm just so excited for today's conversation. But before we get to it, Lennis, tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. So I'm Lennis, uh, wellness engineer, and I help women in STEM go from their chaotic, stressful, burnout life to cultivating more mindful, consistent practices so they can be truly impactful, feel fulfilled, and create more joy in their day-to-day lives. So, yes, I'm very excited about today's episode. <laughs> yeah. I I'm going to I'm going to start here, Lennis, because I think my story uh, and you will likely resonate with this. When I first was focusing on energy and helping people increase their energy. That was really the light bulb moment for me that stress was such a player in in energy levels and our experience of energy. And the more I began to understand about stress, the more I was hearing people talk about burnout. And the more I learned about burnout, the more I understood the importance of boundaries. So when I first started on this journey, I was not talking about boundaries at all. Mm-hmm. But now we cannot have the conversation about health and well-being without talking about boundaries. That's that is so true, and that is correct. And I know um, you share in the episode in one of the earlier episodes about your story at work and being on call, and you know, not really having set any boundaries for yourself, and really pushing through and having that competitive side of you just fully flare up uh, in a way that was unhealthy, right? And a lot of times I feel that when it comes to boundaries, you just said it, it's sometimes we don't even know that we need them. We don't even Mm -hmm. know that that's something that is critically impacting our life every single day, setting boundaries for women especially, and I know a few men out there, but for women especially, we have lack of role models that set boundaries. Therefore, we accept certain things just as fact of life, which are completely not. (laughs) And I hope that from this episode, uh, you ladies and guys are able to learn that not only boundaries are important, but the impact that they will have in your life and how to start getting comfortable with them. Yeah. I would say the, the step zero with, with pursuing boundaries is in releasing judgment. And I know this is really hard for anybody to do, but I know especially hard for, for some people, and that's okay, I see you. Um, but releasing judgment, releasing judgment for yourself, and then also releasing judgment for other people, because we cannot expect everyone else to hold the same boundaries that we do, and to prioritize the same things that we do. Mm-hmm. And releasing judgment is a lot of actually is a lot of inner work, um, yes. because the self comparison. Uh, comes in with judgment and 
competitiveness comes in with judgment. So there's a lot that kind of exists in the periphery of releasing judgment. But in order to really feel confident in your own boundaries and feel like you are a uh, cohesive member of a team, you have to let go of, of judgment. And mm -hmm. I say that from experience, because when I was in that work environment where I felt like I had no boundaries, I was very judgmental of peers who were doing a great job of implementing boundaries, whether that was, I'm going to pick my kid up at daycare every day. And this was a male colleague, by the way, I'm going to pick my kid up at daycare every day. So I'm out of the office by four o'clock, no debate. And mm -hmm. what he did beyond that at home, you know, he might've been working on his laptop. He might've had a strict rule. I don't work after 4 p.m. But I saw him exercise that boundary in the workplace of, I pick my kids up from daycare. So I leave the office at four o'clock in the afternoon. Or I had a lead mechanic who said, don't even try calling my cell phone in the middle of the night. I turn it off when I go to bed. If there isn't an emergency to where you need me, you can call my landline, but don't expect that I'm going to help you troubleshoot something over a cell phone or a text message <laughs> in the middle of the night. And, you know, those are examples, small examples of boundaries and making clear that this is a boundary I don't want you to violate. And can mm -hmm. you respect that it exists? And we find ways of working with that that supports our work and honors the individual. Yeah, and I think a lot of the current issues in our culture and corporations, organizations, society in general is that we are in a time of information of our fingertips. We have instantaneous information and we expect that as human beings, we have to have those instantaneous responses. And this is why boundaries are so critical to bring into your life because you are not a machine. You are not um, AI. You are not a robot. You are a human being and the boundaries are really going to help you. And one of the things that I, uh, so I have a, a boundaries without guilt training. So I'll just drop the link um, in the description below. But in general, just one of the things that I said in that workshop is remind yourself that boundaries are for you. And when you, Caroline, said that um, zero, step zero is letting go of that judgment and, you know, just not really looking at what boundaries other people are setting. There may be some great examples and there may be things that you can just let go of. So letting go of that judgment and understanding that the boundaries that you're setting are boundaries for you, for your well-being, for your life, for yourself, for the kind mm -hmm. of person that you want to be, then that's going to also give you clarity on what boundaries you need to set um, that are going to lead you personally to feel healthier, happier, and more joyful. Uh, a lot of times I find myself, uh, you know, getting uncomfortable with other people's boundaries because they don't necessarily feel like they are at my priority. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Good for you. You're setting a boundary. That's good for yourself. Who cares how I feel about it? Because they are for you. So I just mm -hmm. want to drop that reminder that boundaries are truly something that you're doing for yourself. I would even take that a step further in that boundaries, when they work to take care of yourself, 
actually help infuse more goodness into the world around you, into your family, into your work, into your community. And that when when you're operating within that zone, right, of your boundaries, that there is benefit to others in mm-hmm. how you're handling conflict, in how you're you're creating and innovating and problem solving in your work. And that an overstepping of boundaries causes a stress response, causes a resentment. And that's when we start to see detrimental impacts in the way that we work or the way that we exist and show up in relationships. And so I want to empower you to know that when healthy, when healthy boundaries exist, they are not only benefiting you, they are benefiting all of the people that you touch throughout your day mm-hmm. um, with your um, existence, whether that's physical or virtual, um, but they are contributing towards higher quality of work, higher quality of relationships, higher quality of experience itself. And this is not something that general society is comfortable with yet because mm-hmm. boundaries are often viewed as being inflexible and uh, that they're stubborn and that you're a person who's difficult to work with when that's the opposite of what's truly happening. Yeah, and I think I wanna lean into what you said in terms of when you set healthy boundaries and that concept that society have about someone setting up a boundary. And, and this question has come up many times, which is what is the difference between setting boundaries and putting up a wall? Because putting mm-hmm. up a wall mm-hmm. is the one that's not flexible. Putting up a mm-hmm. wall is the one that's not permeable. Putting up a wall is the one that is completely shutting down. And I think one key thing here is that when you put up a wall, you're not communicating. You are just simply shutting down and you think you're setting a boundary, but it's not a boundary. You're protecting yourself because your stress hormones were triggered. Now your safety is threatened. And now you're putting up that wall to protect yourself or to defend yourself. But when you learn to set healthy boundaries, you learn how to communicate them in an assertive and respectful way. And in a way that, you know, a lot of times when we set new boundaries, we have to enforce them over and over again. Imagine it's like you're training a puppy to go and do their thing outside, right? You have to train them over and over again. Your boundary is they don't do that inside, they do their business outside. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. the same thing happens with people. We have to train them over and over again, remind them over and over again, this is our boundary. And reminding people is not being a B uh, word or it's not being mean or unkind, it's simply communicating and making sure that you create that space of respect and mutual respect. And as you said, it will trickle out. They will start learning from you. And there may be some boundaries that other people copy because they want them in their lives too. So I think just leading by example, learning to communicate uh, well and clearly on the boundaries. And I think one key thing is that's important is to set boundaries when you and the party involved are in a place of like being calm. When you're Mm -hmm. trying to set a boundary in the middle of an argument, 
that's not going to fly. <laughs> it just is not going to work. Yeah. So just pay attention to those things. Maybe stop the conversation, come back um, and, and try to uh, explain what the boundary is from different ways and allow for for communication and feedback and listen to how others may be taking your boundary, although it's like their own misconstruction, you know, yeah. understanding because of the judgment that we that we bring from our unique life experiences. But try to communicate it in a way that it makes sense to the other party as well. Or and again, just you're gonna have to repeat yourself many times until people understand this is how your boundary is. Yeah. Oh, there was so much goodness in what you just said and so much that I'd love to expand upon, but for the sake of taking a break and we know that these breaks are short, um, I, I will just say heck yes to all of that. <laughs> and, you know, I went to an engineering only school, but I don't think that this is true in many colleges teaching people how to communicate well, teaching how to really collaborate in a way that moves us forward towards our goal. And if the, if there is a, a training or a recommendation that I make to clients more than anything else, it is pursuing communication training. Like look for resources on LinkedIn or um, there's plenty on the internet. If you're a leader of an organization looking for ways of bringing in resources to help improve communication methods within your organization. And that's not just like how many emails everyone is sending out. That's what we tend to think of when we think of communication and <laughs> improper communication, but truly how are we able to have these conversations in a way that's productive, mm -hmm. um, that uh, is rational, right? And that works together and, and finds a lot of cohesion. and you know, furthering that coming out of college and coming into the workplace, we don't have a great sense yet of like what our values are, what our priorities are, and those evolve over time. And so expect that your boundaries are going to evolve over time mm -hmm. based off of what's true for you in your life. And when you work in a diverse workplace of difference in experience and backgrounds and priorities and values, that everyone is going to have something different that is their main focus. And that does not need to be the totem pole against which you judge yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Totem pole is not the correct term, but the, um, the, the, the target against which you judge yourself. Mm -hmm. I love that. And with that, I think we can kind of close it up and get into our uh, weekly habit or reminder that we want to share with the audience. So, um, Caroline, if you want to get us started. Yeah. So my habit, uh, and this is something that I employed in a, in a workplace, my last job with my peer slash, I, I kind of dotted line reported to him. But we would sit down in a room together and we would ask each other, what do you need from me? That was such a productive thing to do and something that I encourage with clients that I work with, either on an individual basis or with the organizations that I work with, is start asking the question of what do you need from me? And being open and receptive to whatever it is that they answer. 
That might not be what you end up giving to them, but it is a great conversation starter for getting to perhaps the root of what's going on and how you can tackle that, that together. And we always did it in a neutral space. So it was in a conference room. It wasn't at one person's desk or in one person's office, but it was in a space where we were both sitting. So there was no like, you're looking down on me. And we were asking that question of what do you need from me? And it was one of the most mutually beneficial things that I've ever done with a coworker in terms of how we were running and operating our teams individually and cohesively together. He was the operations manager, I was the maintenance manager. So you can expect that in those two dynamics, there can sometimes be budding heads. Um, but that is a way of starting to practice communication and, and getting to a place where needs are being met, whether they're the needs of your organization, the needs of your team, but also honoring your own needs. So that's the one simple question, one simple habit. What do you need from me? I love that. It's such a straightforward question. It's like, mm -hmm. so it, it really is fantastic. And we don't ask it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm definitely going to keep that in mind as well and practice it this week. Uh, the tip that I want to share with you is if you're struggling finding space or time to rest, what if you find an accountability body? So it's kind of along the same lines, right? It's like in a mm -hmm. neutral space, find an accountability body and schedule rest time and have each other accountable for it. Because I know as women, we are doers, and especially in like in the field that we're at, uh, we love to do, we love to help, we love mm -hmm. to problem solve. Well, it's also as important to take a break and rest. So, you know, one day a month start if you're not accustomed to that or one day a week where you just schedule it with your friend or accountability body and say, hey, I've scheduled my rest, my rest day, my rest hour, whatever time frame you're going to give it um, for this date. So I will rest on this date. I expect you to text me and to call me just to make sure like if you ask me what am I doing and I'm at the grocery store, not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so body up with someone that's going to help you stay accountable for resting because ladies, resting is productive. So we really yeah. need it. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I appreciate you for watching this episode and thank you, Caroline, for uh sharing some of that wisdom and experiences that we can bring into everyday life from the workplace to our just journey of being here. So thank you everyone for watching. Thank you so much. As Lennis mentioned in the caption of this video is a link to her boundaries without guilt training. That is a free training. If yes, I'm correct. that yes. is a free so, training. Yeah. So definitely click on that. Go and take that training. That's such a great resource for beginning to explore your own boundaries. Send it to a friend, someone that you think might really benefit from it as well. Uh, we love to have you here every week. Next week, we'll be talking about core values and how you can use those to start implementing boundaries as well. So we will see you for that conversation. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Bye.